Welcome back to the Rod the Podcast. It's been a little more than a month since the last time we recorded. Um, November has been a very busy month for myself and Jordan. Jordan likely won't be back until December to record again, but we're looking forward to getting both of us back in the booth and get going. Um, it's A lot's happened since the last time we released an episode, so let's dig right in. The Canes are sitting at 14-2-1 right now through 17 games, capturing 29 of a possible 34 points and leading the league in win percentage. That's an awesome start. There's a lot of reasons we've had an awesome start. The biggest one, most likely, is the pay of our goaltenders, to be completely honest. If you look at our losses, a loss to Philly, simply Carter Hart stood on his head in that game. You have to applaud him for that. Florida, the team started flat, and Florida is a very, very good team. And when you come out flat against a team like that, they're going to punish you. And when you take a ton of penalties against a team like that, they're going to punish you. The Canes played better towards the end of that game, but hopefully that was a little bit of a wake-up call um, as we start to see the Washingtons of the Metropolitan division it's just gonna the games are gonna get heavier they're gonna get more intense as the season goes on the team needs to be ready for teams to be coming out slugging from from the puck drop so hopefully that was a little eye opener we're recording this on uh november 23rd so obviously we're coming off the overtime loss to san jose last night not much to say about it um Ranta, I thought, played really well. First goal he let in, maybe a little soft. But when you only let in one goal in regulation, you really need the team in front of you to pick it up for you and win it. Uh, I think Ranta deserved the win in regulation. The boys couldn't get it done in front of him. As a result, we go to overtime, essentially on a four-on-three. They score. Not much to be said there. Not Nothing Ronta can do about the goal. Our goaltending has been great. You can't, you can't look at any of our games minus maybe one or two blips where goaltending play has been bad because even when it has been not great, they've rebounded and find a way to win the game. And you look at the stats. I mean, Freddie's sitting here with an 11-2 record. 1.89 goals against average and a 9.37 save percentage. We're talking about early Vesna numbers right there. If he is in that ballpark when the season ends, you're looking at your Vesna winner. Ranta's sitting at 2-0-1, 2.16 goals against, 9.13 save percentage. I expect as he gets more games that those numbers will improve slightly. And you're looking at one of the best tandems in the league. You even got a win out of your third-string goalie line. So the goaltending has been great. We look at the injury bug that's kind of gone through the team, right? You had Natchez miss two games because of illness. Pesci is out injured for a few games, as is Nino. And then Ranta with the concussion. The team has been playing well while missing key players. And as of last night... We had Ethan Bear miss the game because of a positive COVID test. So you're looking at key contributors missing games, and we're sitting at 14-2-1 right now. 
fantastic start to the season. Puts the Canes, Canes in a really strong position as the season progresses to try and wrap up that home ice advantage for the playoffs. Um, if there's room to improve, and there definitely is room to improve, I think the forward group needs to start gelling a little bit more, right? We've seen some good plays at times, but it seems that we can be lacking a little bit of consistency when we have these games, like the San Jose game, like the Philly game, like the Florida game. You're going to have down games, but what this team needs to find is a way to not get down like they did, especially against Florida, to a point where you almost can't come back. Um, the Philly game, the San Jose game, just couldn't get going offensively. Uh, with that being said, you're looking at a team full of guys that are doing pretty well. You look at Svechnikov leading the team in points. He's got seven goals and 12 assists for 19 points. And he's got seven of those on the power play. You look at Ajo leading the team in goals, eight goals, 10 assists, 18 points. And he's also got six points on the power play. Those are two of your guys that you expect to pace your offense, and they're doing it. And I think that there's another gear that they can get to. Both guys are playing slightly above a point per game right now. I expect that to continue throughout the season and potentially even go higher. I mean, we when we originally predicted points for both of them, we did have them slightly above, above a point a game. And... At this point, I could we honestly could have put those numbers up a little bit, barring injury or anything like that. And then what might be surprising to some is following right behind Svech and Ajo in points is none other than Tony D'Angelo. He's got four goals, 12 assists, 16 points, six of those coming on the power play. He's the offensive defenseman that we thought he was Obviously, we probably prefer him staying on that third pairing with Ian Cole. So hopefully we don't have injury issues on that right side anymore. He can really focus on the offensive production. Obviously, we, we all know the comparison is going to be D'Angelo, Hamilton. It's hard to compare. They're different players. Their playing style is different. He's contributed. He's competed. Um, all we can hope is that the locker room stuff stays good. It seems to be off to a good start, and that his off-ice issues don't resurface. Um, we're hoping that he's improved as a human being. The on-ice play has been awesome. We hope it continues. And then from there, you're just looking at a lineup full of guys that just great contributors it's there's a lot of depth on this roster there's a lot of depth in scoring you have Trocek and Taravainen both with 13 points Natchez sitting at 10 points through 15 games and three of those are game-winning goals right so you look at those names right there that's six names carrying a, a huge bulk of your offense but then you got contributions elsewhere you look at the young guy, Seth Jarvis, we talked about him at the beginning of the season. If he made the team, if he had a chance to get in the lineup, he was going to be a guy that was going to be hard to get out of the lineup, and he's proved that. Um, he's ex exceeded my expectations, to say the least. 
Uh, I thought he was going to be a good player. I thought he would probably fit in really well on the third or maybe second line at best. Um, but he's really provided an offensive creative spark on that first line, especially when he plays with Svech and Ajo. And even when he plays with Ajo and Teravainen, I mean, he's got excellent vision. He's got excellent hands. The passing is there. The knack for scoring is there. He gets to the right points on the ice. He's back-checking. He's not cheating. He's playing the right way. He's got a good attitude. That's a guy that you've just got to be absolutely excited about now and in the future. Ceiling's very high, and you can't say enough good about the kid. We're super excited. He's a Carolina Hurricane, and I would bet a lot of money that he'll be a Carolina Hurricane for a long time. When we look at offseason move, KK, Jesperi Kokanyemi, three goals, one assist, four points. We knew that the offense would probably be a little slower. I'm hoping that it picks up a little bit. Right now, he's seeing a lot of fourth-line time, and I've honestly seen a lot of improvement in his game. He played a little bit of center. He's gone back out on the wing a little bit. He's shooting 16.7%, so he's not a guy that's lacking the scoring touch. His forechecking is starting to really get there. I'm seeing a lot of passion and energy in his game, which is something you love to see. He's doing a lot of the right things. I think as he gets more and more comfortable in the Kane system, I think as he gains confidence and Rod's trust, I think things will only go up for him. I do truly believe that in the next year or two, he's somebody that could be a second-line center. He has all the skills. If he can get a little stronger on his skates and have a little bit better edge work, and then just find that consistency. I do think he has a long future in the NHL. So excited, excited to say the least. Um, we're one of those teams that we're so deep, you never know who's going to be the healthy scratch scratch the night, right? You've got Lawrence sitting games. You've got Stepan sitting games. Um, that's a good problem to have. You have to come up and you have to show up every night. Everyone in the lineup has to show up every night because there is another person behind you that's ready for the next opportunity. There's not anybody on this team that that is like, yeah, my role is fourth line. Even Stepan, that's a guy that's been a first line player. He has the ability to play up in the lineup and he wants to get back there. He understands his role, but he's not going to deny an opportunity to move up. And we've seen Martinuk move up and down the lineup. We've seen KK move up and down the lineup. We've seen Stevie Lawrence excuse me, move up and down the lineup. There is a ton of internal competition while simultaneously being a ton of friendship. And that is a, a really strong mix because this team goes out and they compete for one another and they compete with amongst themselves. And that's going to keep this team performing at its peak throughout the season. As we kind of look at where we go from here, the question is, what are we? What do we look like in January? What do we look like in February? Where do we upgrade the team if we need to upgrade the team prior to playoffs? And to be honest with you, Trocek started the season really well. I love the way Trocek plays. 13 points through 17 games. He's played some great hockey at times, 
but I think that he can be more dominant and more assertive with his skill set. I don't know if it's line combination things. I don't know what it may be. I think there's more to his game than is presently available. And I think he'll get there. And if not, I could see that being a position that the Canes could go and look to upgrade. When you hear that the Canes were one of the final three teams in on Eichel, kind of makes you wonder, are they looking to upgrade that position? What's the deal? I understand that Buffalo asked the Canes to start with either Natchez or Jarvis for the trade for Eichel, which immediately ended the negotiations. And we can see why. Those are two bright players that have a long future in the NHL and hopefully a long future with the Hurricanes. So we can understand why why that move wasn't made. I'm curious if they do look to find another player with a scoring touch. Um, so we'll see what as things shake out. Obviously, injuries could change all of that. There could be moves made out of necessity. Um, so we'll just have to keep keep our eye on how things progress as we get closer and closer to playoff starting. Um, with that being said, you look down the middle, you've got Stahl at 58.6% on the faceoff, Ajo at 559 Trocek at 58, 55.7%. You're, you're, you're winning your, your center ice battles right now, as is. So you can't complain about that trio down the middle at all. Um, you look at the defensive side. I really love what I've sh- what I've seen from Shea and Pesci. I feel like that pairing has blossomed into a fantastic se- second pairing. Um, it seems that Shea has really found his game in Carolina and has become more comfortable. Love seeing that. Obviously, Tony is providing a lot of offense from the back end, and his partnership with Ian Cole is awesome. Ian Cole to me, seems to be the guy you want on your team. Eats pucks, is in the right position, is willing to play physical, does the right things, just awesome third-pairing defenseman. I can't really see the Canes thinking that they're going to move anything there. And then you look at the top pairing, Slavin's not going anywhere. Hopefully, hopefully Slavin's a hurricane for the rest of his career. I think there's a good chance that'll happen. And you look at Bear, and I've really enjoyed the way Bears played. I do think that at some point, if this team wants to really see what they have in him and really consider him as a long-term option to be a top-line defenseman, he's got to get on power play too. He's too good of a skater. He's got too good a vision. And his passing is fantastic as well, in my opinion. You've got to... Once he gets comfortable in the system and really is, there's no issues anywhere on the ice and they're ready to add to his workload, I I think he's got to get out there on power play too. Otherwise, that's the only real position I could see the team looking to upgrade at this time. If they don't see Bear as a long-term solution for the, the Stanley Cup runs that this team wants to go on, then maybe they do look for another top pairing right-handed defenseman that's young that has upside who is on a good contract because that seems to be the type of player that the Canes look for so that's really where we're at in the season right now there's a lot of a lot of good stuff to uh to digest um 
Can't say enough about Seth Jarvis. Four, with quotation marks, six goals in 10 games, two assists. Two of those goals, game-winning goals. Really excited about him. I'm I'm curious if he's going to enter the Calder conversation. I think it's only natural that he will if he keeps to play at this level. Um, we do have to correct something that we said previously. I think on a previous episode, we had said that if Jarvis broke the nine games and played 10, that he'd be eligible to go to the AHL. That's still incorrect. Um, the real, the reality, I should say, of that situation is he can't go to the AHL until he's 20, no matter what. So the only thing that could happen is if they send him back to juniors, he would have just burned his first year. All he's done at this point is burn the first year of his entry-level contract, um, which would go to show you that there is no way that Seth Jarvis will be sent back to the WHL to junior hockey. It's just... There's no way. So he'll be in the NHL if he gets cold, potentially when he turns 20 next year, we could see him get some AHL time. But so far, I don't see that as something that will likely happen. And I also believe that Rod Brendamore is going to give him an opportunity to play through it unless it gets to the point where it's affecting the outcome of games. So lot. A lot to look forward to, a lot to keep an eye on as the season progresses. Uh, Jordan and I are super excited to get rolling again on on consistent podcasts um, as, as we watch a team that hopefully makes a run for the Stanley Cup. Um, one last thing before I let you go for the day. Main reason we we had to record without Jordan today is I'll be flying out at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning, making my way out to Seattle with a friend of the podcast, Matt Liptak. He and I are going to be traveling out to Seattle to go watch our Hurricanes take on the Kraken at Climate Pledge Arena. It'll be the end of the Canes' western swing. Uh, They'll go from Seattle to Philly to finish up the road trip, and then they'll be back home for a game. We're really excited to go see Seattle. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a lot of pictures and videos that we can share with everyone on social media so that you can see what the atmosphere is like, what the building's like. From what we've heard, from what we've seen and researched, it looks like an amazing place to watch hockey. So we're super excited for that. And hopefully, we'll come back with uh, some stories to share with everybody on the podcast in the next week or so. So we look forward to that. We hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday, whether you're working out while you listen to this or cleaning your house or packing to go travel to see family or whatever you're doing. We hope you enjoyed it. We can't wait to share more with you in the next week or so. Take care.